Hello, and welcome to Mind of a Football Coach Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about uh, what's new is old. And this is a blog post I'm going to be talking about, reading through, using some snippets of to do this podcast. And I, I think it's a, it's a really thoughtful post <laughs> does that sound kind of arrogant because I'm the one that wrote it but uh, I just want to go through it and share some ideas that aren't totally mine things that I've stolen from other people uh, and used in our football program and I think that we all steal ideas right it's hard to come up with a totally new idea I don't know that that happens a lot uh, I don't think that there's like there's much epiphany like oh that's totally new no somebody somebody else has probably done it right it's just important that uh you know we give credit when we can and then that we and if we know who it comes from right give credit to the person it comes from and then uh, obviously take that and make it our own which uh, i've actually done a podcast on that uh called making it make it your own on february 15th 2019 Uh, so as we get rolling today um just want to give a shameless plug uh, to a couple of the episodes I've done uh, most recently. My most recent one was Coaching Evolution, talking about how we change our philosophy. Um, shoot, that could be daily. Uh, you know, maybe it's something that we, we, we're changing right now. Maybe it's a scheme change. Maybe it's a philosophy change of how you, we play the game of football. Maybe it's a philosophy change of how we do the weight room, uh, which we have done at Nitro this past year. We had some evolution on how we do the weight room how we uh, practice a little bit you know we, we want to practice up tempo we talked I've talked a lot about practice on the on the podcast um, and then obviously I talk a lot about defense right how do we evolve on defense maybe play more zone coverage we'll stay, still play a bunch of man because that's who we are I feel like that's a that's a program thing for us uh, that's a confidence thing right and it's a simplicity thing we get a lot of kids that have not played a lot of football and uh, we don't want kids covering blades of grass. So, yes, we do uh, play some zone, but we do play a lot of man-to-man um, just as a, as a program philosophy. That's just how what I, what, I think is, what I think is right. And then the one after coaching evolution is called How Much is Enough? You know, talking about practice time, scheme. Uh, so I think it's really important that that's a constant thought on our minds. So how much is enough? How much scheme do we carry? How much time do we practice? How much time do we lift weights? How much time do we meet? Because uh, I think at the end of the day, we don't want to bore our players, rather put too much on them so they play slow or they're confused. Right? We want, to, we want them to have a good time. Because in high school, that's what we have to offer our players is they have a good time. They're challenged. Right? That doesn't mean that it won't be hard. Because uh, I believe that all good athletes want to be challenged. They want it to be hard. They want it to be difficult because all good things in life are difficult. Uh, but that we would uh, continually be thinking about how much is enough. So for today's podcast, I will be looking at an article I wrote on February 15, 2019 on my blog site, zachdavis24.blogspot.com. Another shameless plug for something I've created. <laughs> it's it's hard to do. You're trying to, to promote stuff, and hey, come check this out. Um, but it's, I guess as a if you're your own um, advertising agency, is what you have to do to be able to uh, to get the the word out about your product. Uh, 
so the article is titled what is what's new is old part two I've, I've talked about what's new is old in the prior blog post there's actually a link to that if you want want to click on it um, and there's a lot of good wisdom in that one right it's there's I'm actually I'll click on it right now and you know we're talking about reading books I talk about listening to a podcast I actually model that my podcast mind of a football coach podcast uh, off of a guy's name Rob Bell called the Robcast and just how the simplicity of it usually just just a guy me right with a microphone sometimes there's interviews right I need to get into more of those um, I will here hopefully soon right uh, but you know it's simple it's it's easy it's not a there's not I don't have like all these great graphics and some people do and they're awesome um, they're awesome like the demand excellence podcast by Jonathan Guest man that is a good podcast he's got music he's got like pictures of his guests like in the um, like the picture for the episode I think it's great and that he he does him and Jonathan's a, a wonderful guy and does a really good job with his football football program does an excellent podcast um, but this is how kind of how I do it right I'm just very simple mind of a football coach given trying to give some practical ideas as we go forward in life and uh, trying to find answers to problems right because we all have problems that we're trying that we're trying to answer um, so in that in the in the previous blog post which was june 20th 2017 holy cow time flies um, just talk about how I'll try to get away from technology uh, try to um, learn from people who were way wiser than me give a huge shout out to uh, to Bryce Casto on here, right? Uh, and then talk about how, like, you know, defense and offense, they just recycle into new-looking things on for football, right? So, like, the, the wide tackle six is now the 4-2-5, and the veer is the zone read. You know, so it's just interesting how things just get recycled. It's even interesting how clothing recycles. I see kids wear stuff in school. I'm like, wait a second. I wore that when I was in middle school. That's cool now. Yeah, coach, it's really cool. So, cool. All right, that's, that's awesome. Um, and then there, there's a there's a line in here in the one two third paragraph, and it says millennials often think that we have new ideas that no one has ever thought of, but that is far from the truth. Let me let me repeat that. Uh, millennials often think that we have new ideas that no one has ever thought of, but that is far from the truth because I've if it's good and it's true somebody else has probably thought of it <laughs> right now we can build our own model of what that looks like but uh, if somebody else has probably thought of that way before before we have I was actually having a, a Twitter conversation with somebody I posted a picture of an older book football book on Twitter and uh, I, I jokingly said uh, I only take truth from authors who were dead because that means that um, their work was good enough to be reproduced after they passed away <laughs> and I'm kidding right I'm kidding so there's obviously a lot of people I read that are still alive today podcasts I listen to and all that kind of stuff but um, if it's true and it's good it's going to stand the test of time so let's flash forward to what it what's new is old part two um, and I'll just start in the uh, second paragraph there's only one two three there's only four of them they're short it's an easy read um, I try not to make things hard to read on my blog because we don't have time for that right we don't have time like we we just want to read something get something good and then boom move on to the next uh, the next thing we have to do 
that day. So I'll start with the second paragraph. It says, the practice that I've started to implement is to have more quiet time during the day. This is really hard for me because I like to be in the know and work on different tasks. The easiest way for me to do this is not to listen to the radio in the car and let my drive time be a time of prayer and reflection. I know this is not a radical idea, but the best ideas are ones that are simple and easy to execute. Um, I actually just signed up for emails from Brian Kite from uh, Focus 3, and he is somebody that says, you know, simple equals execution. And that's something that he talks about all the time. And I, I love that concept, that things that are simple are easy to execute. And if you have to change your plan, right, if it's simple, then you can just move to another simple plan or you can modify the simple plan that you had. If something is complex, it's going to be hard to execute on a consistent basis, especially when things get hard. That'll be hard to do when things when things get hard because uh, you have to think too much, right? And there's indecision, and we don't want that. We want to be uh, want to be quick, want to be decisive, and be able to make uh, decisions quickly. Um, and then I'll just I'll go on from there. It is important that we constantly look for new ideas to help us evolve as a person. And the best way I know to gain knowledge is to read good books. Or I could have also said. Uh, listen to podcasts, right? Those are those are good things. I actually list, just listened to one by Annie F. Downs. She was interviewing uh, Louis Giglio, and the podcast is called "That Sounds Fun," which is that's a really good title. Um, and Louis Giglio was just giving it's just wisdom after wisdom after wisdom after wisdom, and talking about how you know if something is worthwhile, then it's going to be it's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. Uh, it's going to take time. It's going to take perseverance. And in an era of instant gratification, like Instagram, right, or social media, uh, that's something, that's an art that is lost, like that we need to learn to just push through when things are really hard, just keep pushing. Now, are there times when things are difficult, and that means that you should step away and go do something else? Absolutely. You just have to know inside you, like, what, what is this telling me, right? What do I need to do? Do I need to press in? And keep working or do I need to find a new avenue to go down because my heart is telling me to go this other this other direction and um, you know how do you do that I think you fill yourself with knowledge with with good knowledge and that helps you discern right discernment's a man that's a great quality right to be able to discern when to do certain things right do I keep pressing in or do I move on something new and this off season right uh, the three books that made a huge impact on me were David and Goliath by Malcolm Gladwell Chop Wood Carry Water and Pound the Stone by Joshua Medcalf and all three of these books constantly reference ancient wisdom throughout their pages so the authors reference dead authors right that uh, that spoke into them as I wrote these books uh, David and Goliath taught me that the underdog sometimes sometimes has the advantage if we change our viewpoint, right? Um, if we maybe play by a set of different rules, right? We we try to we use our strengths because I, I believe you always play to your strength. Um, the data, the research says, play to your strengths. Like people used to say, work on your weaknesses. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's like if there's like a glaring weakness. Yeah, you need to work on that, but you should. 
you you should really play to your strength because that's where um, your creativity is going to be best, right? And that's where your execution is going to be best. Uh, chop wood, carry water taught me that to to enjoy the process, even even when we do not see results. And as pound the stone taught me that your success does not happen because of some magic event, but ordinary events repeated over thousands of hours. Uh, you know, pound the stone and chop wood, carry water, written by a guy named Josh um, Josh Medcalf, and they kind of play on each other. Like chop wood, carry water um, is the first book, um, and it's talking about this this guy goes like this samurai can't be a samurai and all they tell him is chop wood carry water and it's just the same monotonous process over and over and over and over and over and then uh just for that he would so that he would the, the main character in the book that he would focus on the process and not focus on the prize right on the on the, the goal right just be focused on the process be great every day uh, and then pound the stone is um, this is the one after that. That book focuses on talking about just pounding the stone. It's not the thousandth stroke, right, that broke the stone for the stonemason. It was all the strokes before, right, all the, the, the impacts before. Then that last one just cracks it, uh, just cracks it open. And uh, and that's hard sometimes, right? Because sometimes we're in the middle of like the five hundredth stroke of pounding the stone, and it's like when will this ever end? <laughs> when will when will I, I break through? And the answer is, you, we don't know. We have no idea. So we just keep pounding. Um, we just keep working because we don't know when the breakthrough is going to happen. We have no idea, no clue. Which is which gives life some freshness, right? But also gives us some frustration because we don't know. Like I'm doing all this work. When am I going to have my breakthrough? And I think we have to be careful of thinking about when will I have my breakthrough because that will lead to a lot of frustration because you'll look around on social media or maybe people in your, your circle of influence and you'll see, well, they, they've broken through. They've done this. Well, we don't know their story. We don't know, you know what has gone on because on social media, we just put the highlights, right? We just put this good thing happened. We don't put all these bad things happened, right, or this struggle took place. So we have to understand that our journey is our own journey and other people's journeys is their journey. And we have to just embrace our journey. Um, and, and getting back to, to, the, to the blog, it says, all three books reference wisdom that is at least hundreds of years old, which reminds me that if you want wisdom, you need to read books written by people that are dead. <laughs> Listen, I, that's total, like, ha 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 like I'm, I'm not being serious there um it's just something that um i think there's some truth to it right um that you know it's something that um we should think about right that we should think about hey what wisdom has made it this far and that's the whole point i'm getting at right so Obviously, you should read books by people that are alive because that's who write book, writes books these days, right? Or people that report, record podcasts. Uh, but it's just important, um, you know, that we continue to press in and try to find wisdom. And I want to use this 
this uh, this quote here to uh, to wrap this thing up, and it's called the Stonecutter's Credo, um, and it says this: When nothing seems to help, I go and look at Stonecutter hammering. Well, I go and look at a stonecutter hammering away at his rock, perhaps a hundred times without as much as a crack showing in it. Yet, yet at the hundred and first blow, it will split in two. And I know it was not that blow that did it, but all that had gone before. And that's by Jacob Rees. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. And just that coaches, businessmen, whoever else is listening to this podcast, um, that you would just keep pounding that stone. Uh, that when it gets hard, just keep working. And um, that you would have the wisdom necessary to get the job done, right? And that you would be successful. And I thank you for listening to the podcast. And I will put this up here shortly. <laughs>